Thank you for listening today to our podcast here at Word of Life. We're delighted that you tuned in. And I pray that while you hear us talk, you hear the Holy Spirit speak. I know God's got a big plan for you. We're excited to be a part of that plan. Hopefully we will see you sometime soon, maybe even this weekend. Until then, we pray you have a wonderful, wonderful week. The title of my message is Every Day and Every Night. Everybody say, Every Day and Every Night. Come on, say with conviction. Every day and every night. So when I was thinking of what I was going to preach this morning, God laid on my heart to preach about exactly this. In our lives, how many have desired something? Have you desired something? Uh, Every time I come to the States, I desire to eat Chick-fil-A. There's no Chick-fil-A back home, so Chick-fil-A for me is like God's perfect will. It's like he came to earth, made himself a man, and reincarnated himself in Chick-fil-A. So every time I come, I desire to eat Chick-fil-A. Anytime I can, I'll go to Chick-fil-A to indulge myself in God's will. But we've all desired something in our lives. You maybe desired your spouse. You've desired something to eat. You've desired, I don't know, social media. You've desired relationships. You've desired to have a job, to go to college, university. So many things we've desired in our lives. But this morning, I want to um, lighten in your heart, encender tu corazón, lighten your heart so that we desire one thing above anything else, and it's to desire God above anything we have or ever have in our lives. This morning, I want to challenge you. I want you to to search deep down in your heart and notice what I need to do. What do we need to do as a church to desire God above everything else? So I'm going to speak on several points and, and maybe teach you this morning how to seek God, to search God, to desire God above anything else we can desire on this world, in this world. This world is full of a bunch of things. It's full of, uh, of social media, friendships, relationships, your family, your job, uh, music, movies, series, TV shows. It's full of, of a bunch of stuff. But noticing our lives and looking into our lives, there's one thing that is always more important than all of these things that the world offers us, and it's to seek God, it's to be in His presence, and it's to desire Him above everything else. Come on, can somebody say amen this morning? So during throughout the Bible, God shows us the ways or teaches us why it's important to search him above everything else. There is an importance to this. It's not only a a, a good message to to make you feel warm. It's not a message to to make you feel happy. It's a, a, a lifestyle that you and I need to have in this life. The devil and and everything this world may offer you will come against what God wants to do in your life. So that's why you need to push back what this world offers and push in what God wants to do with you. 
Amen. God will always be more important than anything you have in your life. Anything. Even more than your own family. Say ow or say amen. Say something. Amen. So in Psalms 88, and I want to start here. The psalmist David writes this. He says, O Lord, God of my salvation, I cry out to you by day and I come to you at night. Everybody say every day and every night. So David writes in this psalm, I search for you, I seek you, God of my salvation, every day and every night. Notice that seeking God is not circumstantial. It's not dependent if everything is good or everything is bad. What David is writing in the psalm, he's saying, even though everything is hectic, even though everything is falling apart, I search for you, God of my salvation, every day and every night. God is not an ATM machine. Ooh. We tend to go to God and ask for a bunch of things. God, I need this. God, give me this. I need a job. I need to go to college. I need to pay my debts. I need this. God, give me, give me, give me, give me. But the reality of life is that we don't seek God to get something in return. We seek God because we love him. Woo. It's time to refocus, to set our eyes on what is really important, what really matters. Y Él es el que importa. He is the one that really matters. It's Him and only Him. Think about it. Where would you be if He wouldn't have saved you? Ooh, think about it. Maybe you would be in jail. Maybe you would be... Uh, living in the streets, maybe you would be an, I don't know, a, an addict of some sort, you would have this or that, but it's his grace that pulled you in and changed your life forever. So if he changed your life, why don't we just give it all to him? Sometimes our relationship with God is circumstantial. God, if you give me, I'll search for you. God, if you give me, I'll come to church. Ooh. But remember, God is not an ATM machine. We seek the source because we love him. And when we seek the source because we love him, then everything else is added unto us. Matthew 6.33, have you heard that verse before? But the first step that you and I need to take is to seek God, search for him, desire him above everything else. Amen. Martin Luther said this about this topic. He said, I have too much to do, so I can't ignore my time with the Lord. Hmm. I know we have a lot to do. I know you have a family. I know you have a job. I know you have to go to college. You go to school. I know you have uh, responsibilities. I understand. But above everything that you might do or even do in your life, God is still more important. Every time I come to the States, I'm so impressed 
on how you uh, how blessed you guys are. You live in a very blessed country. Amen. Why do I say that? Because in Colombia, it's it's not even close. Like real poverty, I've seen what real poverty is. But the fact is, because we're so blessed, and I'm not throwing rocks at you. I don't want you to feel bad. I just want you to understand something. You live in such a blessed country that your blessing sometimes shadows the source. Ooh, that's well said. So we tend to search or to think that the blessing is more than enough. I have a job. We earn dollars. We earn this. We have that. We get to, to, to live in a free country. We get to come to church. And we think those things are more important than what God has given to us. In other words, everything you have is because of God. The U.S. was built on one purpose and one purpose alone. In God we trust. It's because of him that you guys are so blessed. But we think that the blessing is more than enough. No, it's not more than enough. God is more than enough. He is more than abundantly. He is the source. He is what we have to desire above everything else in our lives. Woo! So I know you have, a, you have a lot to do, much to do, but you can't ignore your time with the Lord. You need to shut the door of your room, shut the door of your house, and spend time with the Lord. Coming on Sunday morning is good. Keep coming on Sunday. We have to come to a place like this, but coming to church is not enough. You need to seek and desire on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Because he is the source. He is the reason why you are here. He is the reason why you come and worship him on a Sunday morning. He is the reason why you breathe. Why you are alive. He is the reason. Huh. So coming on church to church on a Sunday keep coming but you need to seek 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 every day of the week search pour your heart out derrama tu corazón pour your heart out amen amen the best way you can invest your time is investing it in God I'll repeat that again. The best way you can invest your time is investing it in God. You want to be more productive in your life? Know where to invest your time. In other words, God can do what he can do. Um, I'll say it this way. What you can do maybe in 5, 10, 15 years, God can do it in a couple of weeks. Woo! You've been trying to open a door of favor. Maybe you've been searching for a job. Maybe you've been searching for your spouse. I don't know. Maybe you've been searching for something. If you would just invest your time in the correct position, in the correct person, God can accelerate things that you've been trying to do in your own strength for a couple of years. Know where to invest your time. Everybody say, every day 
and every night. Come on, say it with conviction. Every day and every night. He is why we live, why we breathe. Notice this. God gave us time so that we can use it for him. This is crazy for me. An eternal God that does not have time created time to give it to us so we could use it for him. That blew some of your guys' minds. An eternal God that does not have time created time so that we can use time for him. So when you live this life, when you live throughout this life, you were created for one thing and one thing alone. To invest your time in what really matters. I'm not saying that your family is not important. Your family is very important. Your job is important. Going to college is important. But above all of those things, God is more important. Invest your time in what really matters. God really matters. Amen. All you young people, I learned this when I was growing up. The best way or the la persona más exitosa, the most successful person I could be wasn't the guy I wanted to be. It was the person that God wanted me to be. But I understood who I wanted to be when I spent time with him. You'll figure out what you're called to do if you spend time with the one who called you. Amen. Invest your time where it really matters. Psalms chapter 1 verse 2. But they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating it on day and night. Everybody say every day and every night. We delight in the Lord, meditating every single day. It's not when it's most convenient, not when we need something. We seek him every day and every single night. Huh. Psalms 35 verse 28. I have a bunch of verses, so I, I hope you get fed by this word. Then I will proclaim your justice and I will praise you all day long. All day long. Even when I don't feel like it. When, even when I don't want to, I am called to search for the Lord, seek the Lord all day long. David wasn't successful because of who he was. He was successful because he knew the source. David became the best king Israel had ever had because he knew who the king of kings was. He was an exact replica of who God was. God knows how to be king, right? Then David learned it from him. You want to learn how to be a great businessman? Learn it from God. Do you want to learn how to be a good spouse? Learn it from God. You need to be close to the source in order to be the person he has called you to be. So we search for him all day long. Even when I don't feel like it, even when I don't want to, I am called to search for the Lord. Psalms 113 verse 3 says, everywhere from the east to the west, praise the name of the Lord. From Jackson, Mississippi to Bogota, Colombia to New York City to Los Angeles, California, says, everywhere, praise the Lord. Everywhere. 
There's no exceptions of persons. Exception of persons. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter if you have money or not. It doesn't matter. It says everywhere, everyone prays the Lord all day long. That, that lifts the burden of, of, of many of us. Takes the responsibility of many of us. Because we think, ah, no, because my family is this, or my family did this, or I came from this, or I do not have this, or I have too much of this, I can't go to the Lord. No, 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 it doesn't matter where you came from, who you are, or what you're going to be. Just come in, press in, search and seek, and you will find. Amen. Amen. Woo. Are you receiving anything this morning? Psalms 84 verse 10 says, a single day in your courts is better than a thousands anywhere else. I would rather be a gatekeeper in the house of my God than live the good life in the homes of the wicked. Better is one day to be in church than to be a thousand elsewhere. Better is to be one day in word of life than a thousand elsewhere. He is the reason why we are here. I tell my church often because it first frustrates me. I don't like it. The fact that we come to church and during worship, we don't worship. Ajajai or something, ow, whatever. Because when you come to this place, I'll say it this way. What you do here is not what kicks off your life. What happens here is a manifestation of what happened during the week. In other words, you worship God because he's been faithful during the week. You worship God because you've seen him in the secret place. You worship God because he's been faithful. You worship God because he, he saved you by grace. He saved a wretch like you. You come to this place because you've met him during the week, during Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You come because it's a manifestation, un resultado, a result of your relationship with him during the week. Hmm. So next Sunday, when worship is up here, you better worship like never before. You better pour your heart out. Lift your hands, shout, praise the Lord. Do what you need to do because he's been good to you. Just remember, where would you be if he wouldn't have saved you? That's more than enough to just pour our hearts out in worship. So there's a couple of things I want to talk to you about in the last couple of minutes I have of things that happen when we seek the Lord. There's a couple of things the Bible shows us that, that happen when we search and seek for the Lord. Number one, the first thing that happens is that when we seek God, you will lack nothing. Come on, somebody. You will lack nothing. Nada te hará falta nothing will lack you will lack nothing Matthew 6:33 says and i have it written down i know my verses in spanish so i need to read them in english seek the kingdom of god above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need 
Does somebody need something this morning? I need something. But what is the equation? The equation is not hard. It's not E equals MC squared. You don't need to be Albert Einstein to understand this. It's simple. If you search God, that equals lack nothing. That's simple. If you seek and you live righteously, there's two things. You seek and live a holy life. Both things will access the unlimited favor of God in your life. You will lack nothing. Everybody say every day and every night. So your necessities, what you lack, will come to you if you search and seek for God. Notice that it says seek first. It doesn't say only seek God. No, no. You have a job. You still have a family. You still have a ministry. You still have this. I mean, there's second, third, fourth, fifth. But the first thing is always God. Always. Even when you don't feel like it. Even when you don't want to. He is the reason why we have what we have. Whoo. He is the source. He is why we exist. You need, you need to get connected to the source. Psalms 23 verse 5 says, You prepare a feast for me in presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. So notice what happens. God has prepared a table for you. So a table full, uh, filled with exquisite food. So there's fried chicken, there's mashed potatoes, there's mazorca, there's corn, there's, I don't know, whatever you like. And God's prepared this amazing table for you, ready for you to eat, but we would rather eat a bag of Doritos instead of what God has for us. So what is the bag of Doritos? Anything this world offers. So we would rather eat what the devil has for us instead of eating what God has prepared for us. So sometimes we don't want to search God, not because we don't love him. It's because we're full of the things of this world. We've been eating Doritos all of our lives. We've been eating Doritos, eating social media, eating movies, eating relationships, eating a bunch of junk instead of sitting down, seeking the Lord, having a conversation with him, eating some fried chicken and delighting yourself in the Lord. I know my table would have Chick-fil-A. Amen. We delight ourselves in the Lord. You, you want to lack nothing? Seek God. Number two, or second thing, seek God and you will find him. God wants to be found. He's not hiding from you. He's not playing hide and seek. Ah, God, I, I can't listen to you anymore. I can't hear you. You are so far away. Why don't you talk to me? Maybe he is talking, but maybe you're too far away. God is in the same place you left him. But we tend to point a finger at God and tell him, 
ah, you, you're far away. You don't talk to me anymore. You don't speak to me anymore. But the reason is we got far away. And he's just saying, sit at my table again and let's feast together. Let's have some food. Let's have some communion. Let's have a relationship. Hmm. Seek and you will find him. God is not far away. God is closer than a brother. God is much closer than your own skin, your own oxygen. He wants to be found. Hmm. Third point or third thing, seek God with all of your strength. So when you search for God, do it with everything you have. Give it your heart, soul, mind, everything. Seek him and you will find him. But when you seek him, search him with everything. With every cell in your body, with uh, every breath you take, with everything you do, search and seek God. Delight yourself in the fact that the creator of the universe wants to spend time with you. Think of that. He created the heavens and the earth. He is the Alpha and Omega. He is the beginning from the end. He is God Almighty. Him, He who created everything, wants to spend time with you. That blows my mind. That God, you want to spend time with me? What can I give? What can I offer? There's nothing I can offer. But what I have, I give to you. And what do you have that God wants? Your heart. Maybe you don't have a lot to give. But what you have is more than enough for God. Give him your all. Give him your strength. Give him all of your might. And the last thing is to seek him because he will reward you. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 says, And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. He will reward who? The ones who sincerely seek him. You want to be rewarded? Seek him. You want open doors in your life? Seek him. You want to find a good spouse? Seek him. Amen. You want your marriage to be restored? Seek him. You want your kids to serve the Lord? Seek him. You want a better job? Seek him. Anything you need depends on this, on seeking the Lord and delighting in him. Hmm. Things will only happen... If you're connected to the source, plug yourself in and the energy will come. The finances will come. The relationships will come. Your restoration will come. Forgiveness will come. Anything you need depends on delighting ourselves in the Lord. And I brought a, a, an object lesson. That's how you say it, right? A, a visual for all of our slow learners like me. I want you to see... What I want you to see this morning, and if we could bring those props up quickly. We're so filled of, of, of insignificant things. Once again, 
I know you are busy. I know you are this or that. I know you have a family. I know you have a bunch of things to do in your life. But we've been filling our lives with so many things that when God wants to pour himself into us, it doesn't happen. Not because he doesn't want to. It's because we're so full of insignificant things. We've been eating too many Doritos instead of eating what God has prepared for us. So maybe your life, represented by this jar, vase, maybe you were born into this world, nothing special about you. But throughout the years, maybe your life was being filled with, I don't know, maybe deception. Maybe... You were criticized when you were smaller. Maybe, I don't know, you were abused when you were a kid. Maybe there's a lot of hurt. Maybe your marriage is about to fall overboard. Maybe your children are rebellious. Maybe they bullied you at school. Maybe you're addicted to something. Maybe there's just a, a million things that your life's being filled throughout the years. And now you are no longer vacío, empty, but now you're full of, of junk. Social media, likes, TikTok videos, whatever, you name it. It's probably there in your life. And what God wants to do is to fill you so much that these things start to disappear in your life. When God saves you, when Jesus saved you, he did not only give you salvation, He is so good that above that, he gave you so much more. He gave you healing. He gave you blessings. He restored your marriage. He did so much more. But every time you seek the Lord, all of these things that your life is filled, when you seek the Lord, the more you seek him, the less you'll have of what you have in your heart. And the moment you start seeking The moment you start searching for the Lord, the more you'll get filled, the more you'll see who he is in your life. And the things that weigh you, the things that are bad for you would only disappear because you are full of the life of God. Come on, somebody. He's been good. He wants to fill you up. Make room so that he can fill you up. And all the criticism, the deception, your, your, your criticizers, anything that happens to you will only, will only disappear because you're filled with God. Can you stand to your feet, please? Woo. So now it's a perfect moment to get filled. Get filled with the Spirit of the Lord. When you go to your house tonight and during the week, read the Word, pray, pray in the Spirit. Get filled with the Holy Ghost. And the more you get filled, the less junk you'll have. Uh, Danny, you don't understand. I was born this way. No, you were not born this way. 
2 Corinthians 5.17 says you are a new creation. And if you are a new creation, the old you does not exist anymore. But the God of the universe resides in you. And greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. He has saved you, given you an opportunity, given you a new life. He is the reason you are here. Woo! Get filled, get filled, get filled every day and every night. Less junk. That's what we need, less junk. But how do you do it? Being filled. Seek God. Seek him. Seek. Make room for him. Your surrender has to be that. Getting rid of your religion, of your traditions, of your past, of your hurt, of your family issues. Getting rid of that so you can be filled of what really matters. The presence of God. Amen. So with all of your eyes closed and heads bowed, I want to pray for you. That the Spirit of God may convince you. Maybe examine your own heart and ask the Lord, Lord, what do I need to change? What, what do I need to get rid of? What, what's that junk that's in my heart? Help me get rid of it so I can get full of you. So Father, this morning, first of all, we thank you. Thank you for who you are. Thank you because you are a good God. You are a faithful God. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. But Father, this morning we commit ourselves to seek you above everything else. We commit ourselves to be the person you have called us to be. We are not in this world to search for our own things, our own desires, our own plans, our own purpose. But we are here to seek you, to do what you have called us to do. Father, we commit our lives today to search and seek for you. Even when we don't feel like it, even when we don't want to, we decide, we commit our lives and hearts to seek for you, the source. And thank you, Father, for the message that was preached this morning, that it will not return void, but it will give fruit in every heart in this place, and that we, were he we will hear testimonies, our testimonies of what you have done during this time. We give you thanks. We honor you. Receive all the glory, all the honor, all the worship. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.